Time now for the Rural News with Susan Marion Hamilton. Kia ora, Susan. And despite the dip in dairy prices on the world stage overnight, financially it's still steady as she goes for farmers. Good afternoon. A banking agri-economist says the overnight drop in the global dairy prices isn't too concerning and farmers are still expected to get a solid milk check this season. The average price fell just under 1% following a 1.5% fall in the previous auction. But Westpac's Nathan Penny says prices are actually pretty steady because while it's the second dip in a row, values were up in February. There's a little bit more milk globally around. Uh, at the same time, um, the Chinese economy is reopening and, and markets are to a degree anticipating um, better demand out of China over, over 2023. For, for our part, we do expect prices to firm over the year. So then why do you think Fonterra dropped its, its midpoint forecast a couple of weeks ago by 50 cents? When the, uh, the midpoint of their forecast was $9, um, our, our forecast was lower than that. Now that they've adjusted their, their forecast range to 8.20 to 8.80, their midpoint's 8.50, um, we're towards the, the top end of that range. And I think the way we see it is um, we expect more um, recovery in prices over the rest of the season than Fire does now. Westpac's Nathan Penny. And still with dairy news, nationally milk production isn't expected to be dented by the cyclone. ANZ's Susan Killsby says some farmers will lose 30% of this season's production, and that's huge. But the key dairying regions, the heavy rain would have been helpful. So, you know, a lot of regions have come out of this, a lot of the dairying regions have come out of the cyclone in reasonably good shape. Um, So the impact across New Zealand will be reasonably minimal, um, although, of course, you know, um, pretty pretty heavily impacted for some farmers who have had to, you know, stop milking and and that's the end of their season because they just can't get um, milk tankers in to collect milk. Susan Killsby says dairy exports are unlikely to be affected. The use of strong wool in the domestic market is predicted to double in the next two years. At the moment, about 14,500 tonnes of clean wool is being used by manufacturers here. But the vast majority of the clip, around 80%, is being sold and exported at below break-even prices. Working Group Wool Impact was formed by the government and sheep sector partners to grow wool incomes. Chief Executive Andy Coey says opportunities are coming through new and emerging market categories. What we're starting to see is uh, the evolution of new products. Um, coming out, particularly in the non-woven space, um, products like acoustic tiles, which have the potential of being a, a global, a new global category for wool, and they aren't constrained by by climate, where carpets traditionally go into colder countries, or into cultural, culturally um, supported products like carpets traditionally go into Anglo-Saxon countries like Australia, the UK. Acoustic panels actually opens up a significant global market. Andrew Coey says many New Zealand companies and their customers seem to be sympathetic to the plight of the strong wool industry and that's translating into increased use domestically. We've been working closely with domestic um, manufacturers and consumer-facing brands and looking at their growth projections, we're looking at around uh, 28,000 tonnes in the next two to three years and within five years we're, we're going to be close to 40,000 tonnes. Wool Impact Chief Executive Andrew Coey.
The long-term weather outlook for Otago is providing hope that the extremely dry conditions there will ease. Farming leaders and Ministry for Primary Industries officials met yesterday to discuss the situation and views were canvassed on whether the government should make an adverse event declaration. The Rural Support Trust Otago Chair Mike Lord says Niwa's suggesting that while it's extremely dry, conditions are improving with parts of Otago having had some good rain. So river levels are slightly higher than they were, say, three weeks ago and ground conditions are slightly moister. Um, the forecast going forward for the next sort of three through to six months is that we will get much closer to average normal rainfalls. Mike Lord says an adverse event declaration which would unlock extra funding isn't needed at this stage. He says they can already put on some community events for parts of the region that are very dry and any farmers needing help should call the Trust's 0800 number. Some farmers are doing a tap, I think. Probably the thing we're seeing is that those farmers that are under the pump the most, if they're on farms that have historically had good fertiliser levels and good inputs, they tend to recover a lot quicker. Um, So probably in my mind, I think the timeliness of decision-making is important. If you keep all your stock on and you don't make decisions, you sort of get caught in as it dries up. Mike Lord says the Rural Support Trust will continue closely monitoring the on-farm conditions. Sheep and beef farmers have so far received the most funding from the government's $51 million primary sector cyclone recovery package. As of yesterday morning, the Ministry for Primary Industries had received over 3,100 applications and approved more than 1,500 grants worth over $18.2 million. Almost 60% of the funds have gone to sheep and beef farmers, 25% to orchardists and wine growers, The remaining funding has gone to dairy farmers, arable and vegetable growers. The Ministry says half the funding had been paid to applicants from Hawke's Bay, 20% to the Gisborne District, with the rest spread across Northland and other regions. And finally, the international dairy company building a multi-million dollar processing plant in Tokoroa has just announced plans to add high-value specialty protein products to its output. Olam Food Ingredients started building the plant in the South Waikato town in 2021 and commissioning of the whole milk powder spray dryer is on track for mid-year. A company spokesperson says these specialty products, which will give supplier farmers higher returns, is the second phase of the factory development. Olam International National is a food ingredients business with dairy operations in Russia, Uruguay and Malaysia. That wraps up our rural news for today. Koyara te purongo o te taifenoa.